and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. This is your host, Brayden. And on today's episode, I will answer the question, how can I best protect myself from those, quote, hard to please clients that come back after the service has been rendered saying they are unhappy. So this is never fun. We've probably all been there. Maybe not. Count your blessings if you haven't. But it is inevitable, I think, in business that you're eventually going to have unhappy clients and that one client may come back after you've already finished providing the services claiming that they're unhappy with whatever it is that you provided. So this question... It is a little bit tricky to answer because the answer will really depend on the specifics of every client and service. But I do have a few basic points to kind of drive home in today's episode. So the main thing, of course, is to make sure you have a solid contract. You probably could have guessed after I read the question that that would be my first answer. And specifically, In the contract, you want to have limitations and terms around these kinds of issues. So I'm going to give a couple of specific examples. So remember, our question was, how can I best protect myself from hard-to-please clients that come back after the services have already been rendered? So one example, let's say I'll give the example of graphic design. And if you hire a graphic designer or a web designer, They're going to design a logo for you. Hopefully, any graphic designer is going to give you an opportunity to provide feedback, tell them you don't like it, you want changes, but they should also require a period of time for you to do so. So if you are a graphic designer that's listening, top tip for you, anytime you provide proofs or samples to the client to get their feedback, you should have a deadline for them to communicate back to you. So typically, we'll put in a contract, client will uh, make best efforts to respond to any communication from designer within three business days, and you can also break your scope of work into stages. So then say, if I don't hear back from you within 30 days, then we're going to pause the contract, we're going to cancel it, I'm going to move on to the next step, whatever that looks like in your business. This way, um, if they're going to come back to you a year later and say that they're not happy with the design, well, that's not really going to fly because they either did or did not communicate that to you to begin with. And if they failed to communicate it to you, if they just kind of went silent on you, then that's really no longer your problem. I mean, it is your problem because it's now a shitty situation that you have to deal with, but you've protected yourself under the contract. 
Same thing goes for any other creative kind of work. So photographers, if you're providing any photos, they should have a specified window of time when, they're, when they can request any kind of edits or changes in the editing, if you even allow that. You may not, which is fine. You can have a provision in your contract that says that you will edit the photos to the same style that you edit all of your other clients' photos, that they were shown a a representative sample of your work before hiring you, and that you will not make any editing changes after the photos have been delivered. However you want your contract to operate, it needs to be very clear to the client what the communication expectations are. So if they are going to contact you at a later date saying that they're unhappy with the work, then hopefully you've protected yourself under that contract. Now, there are circumstances where you can provide uh, a one-on-one -on -one service and it's not really clear until months later that you may have actually been negligent in those services. That's kind of a different ballgame though uh, than what we're talking about today. So that's tip number one, have a solid contract. Tip number two is to always have solid communication. So whenever you get these kind of emails from a client, what I always recommend is take a little bit of time to gather your thoughts, like maybe brainstorm it um, for like an hour, maybe, you know, go for a walk, whatever, uh, especially if it's, you know, raising your, your blood pressure, uh, making you anxious. If not, you know, don't really worry about it so much. Go ahead and write your response. And then from there, I recommend sitting on it for a little while. So the longer or the more anxious you are when you're writing this response, the longer you should uh, kind of let it settle before you hit submit. Uh, anytime I've had to deal with situations like this, I'll draft an email, uh, maybe in the afternoon, and then I will wait until the next morning to edit it and then hit send. So in this kind of communication, you want to be firm, uh, but also fair and professional. So you would say something to the effect of, uh, I understand your concerns. However, for, per our contract, you're required to communicate by this date. Unfortunately, you've waived that right or you've waived uh, any you know, rights that you may have to editing. And then you can always provide them. If you wouldn't mind working with that client again, you could quote them a fee, like an hourly fee to make any requests that they have, make any remedies. Or if you deem that maybe you were at fault, then you should not, top tip for you, you should never admit to negligence. But if you think that you actually did mess up for that client, you can offer to remedy it for no additional charge. But don't, you know, don't say in the email, oh, I totally fucked that up. Because if you ever have legal issues down the road, then you basically admitted to it. Instead, you would say, oh, I, I understand your concern. And although our typical time for editing or amendments is passed, I would be happy to go ahead and fix this for you under the following terms. And then you should enter into a new agreement. So have solid communication. And then worst case scenario, you can always propose a release agreement. So I'm going to share a short story with you on this one. I've actually shared this in emails before. So if you've been on my email list, you may have heard it. But I one time had a student who had a client contact her more than a year after her wedding saying that she was upset due to some missed shots at her wedding. And she wanted a pretty hefty refund. So this client had written a lot of negative reviews. She actually had written positive reviews for the photographer and then went and edited them to make them more negative, saying that basically she was really busy after the wedding due to some unfortunate family events and had just got around to really combing through the uh, photos that were delivered. So in that circumstance, 
we drafted a release agreement, which basically said, I'll agree to refund a little bit. It was actually the amount that that person had paid for a second shooter because the couple of shots that were missed, like arguably could have been taken by the second shooter if that person was in the correct location, not to get too into the weeds. But I think it was like $800 or something on probably like a five or $6,000 wedding package. And then in exchange, uh, the client agreed not to sue, not to bring any claims, and to edit her reviews back to their um, like original state or not write any more negative reviews. So that's a release agreement, kind of your worst case scenario situation. So those are the three main tips I had for you today. If you have any questions about this kind of thing or you have any tricky clients yourself, I would always love to help you with those. I actually have a monthly membership called Fundamentals where we do, do these sorts of things. If you want to check it out, you can go to bradendrake.com forward slash fundamentals. The way it works is I provide all these contract templates, your client service agreement, the release agreement, all these sorts of things. And then we have weekly Q&A calls. So if you are ever in a precarious position yourself with a client, you can come to the calls. You can actually bring an email that you've drafted and we will look at it as a group, provide feedback, uh, provide some support, all that sort of stuff and help get you uh, on a positive route to navigate that situation. So that's all for today's episode. I hope, hope that you found it informative and I will be back in your podcast app on Thursday for the next one. Have a great day. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.